I'm sorry. There's no way I can do this. Sure you can. You just read the script in the microphone. I'm your wife. Why would I buy you an electric chair? Because I've been complaining that I feel like I'm in the hot seat all the time. Then I'll send you the therapy. Look, it's, it's just a way to open the podcast. You say you bought me an electric chair. Then I say, I find your behavior shocking. Oh, I'm really not doing it. Uh, what if I say... Are you looking to charge me up? No. Uh, how about... I'm leaving now. This ought to be electrifying. Don't be late for dinner. Yes, that was my wife. And yes, she's a really good cook. So I won't be late for dinner. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas. And the electric chair is at the seat of the story in episode 28. A battle between George Westinghouse and Thomas Edison over whether Westinghouse's AC electricity or Edison's DC, would come to be known as the Executioner's Current. In 1889, William Clemmer was living a quiet life in upstate New York, a guest of the state penal system. He was about to become the first convicted criminal to die in the electric chair. Clemmer had already made peace with his maker, but not with Westinghouse and Edison. At the time, Edison was marching from courtroom to courtroom, working to convince judges that the only humane way to execute Clemmer was with AC current. He even offered to buy an AC generator from his arch enemy, Westinghouse, and donate it to the state, all presumably to guarantee that Clemmer's last words were, AC left me with that warm, tingly feeling. Meanwhile, Westinghouse was in court trying to convince judges that death by electricity, including DC, was cruel and inhuman punishment, and they should probably call the whole thing off. Edison bolstered his testimony with results of experiments on animals. He'd point out that when jolted with AC, the animals didn't make a sound. They just fell over, quietly. Presumably with DC, they'd suffer, but no one knew. As we learned from John Huston movies, dead men and their animals tell no tales. Okay, forget the humanity. The first thought on these two inventors' minds wasn't a picture of William Clemmer in an electric chair. It was a picture of $100 bills. Edison and Westinghouse were competing to bring electric lighting to New York City. Edison wanted to supply DC current. He was in the process of building generating plants in lower Manhattan. Westinghouse, partly to get around Edison's patents, and partly because he foresaw problems Edison didn't, wanted to wire homes with AC because it could be sent over long distances without losing its, its oomph. If you were more than a few thousand feet from one of Edison's DC generating plants, the lights in your home would take on a dull red glow, which was cool if you were running a bordello. Now, you might be asking yourself, why were the courts relying on the opinion of two multimillionaires who could buy and sell public relations as if it were, well, public relations? What about the doctors? Where were they in this whole situation? Turns out, in order for a doctor to certify that a person had been killed by electricity, the doctor had to be told in advance that the person had been killed by electricity. In 1889, no one had any idea how electricity killed. It left no signs of death. Nobody knew what they were looking for. In the end, the courts decided, would Thomas Edison lie to us? And AC was chosen to send Clemmer way, way, way upstate. Much to Edison's relief, I'm sure, because now he could ask mothers whether they felt comfortable lighting their little children's faces with... The Executioner's Current. Clemmer's execution would have been straight out of a Max Senate movie if Edison had invented movies by 1889 instead of running around with his electric chair business. The doctor in charge of the execution ordered the current switched off before Clemmer was dead. 
So the poor man had to be jolted a second time. Don't move, Bill. We'll be right with you. The AC generator, which the state paid for itself, wasn't up to the job. And the warden connected up the electrodes improperly. Nevertheless, AC turned out Clemmer's lights. And Edison's as well. Westinghouse's ability to serve large areas with a single power plant turned out to be the kiss of death for Edison's DC dreams. And until lethal injection replaced the electric chair, AC remained the executioner's current. And that's the story I call, uh, with apologies to my wife, Current Events. As always, thanks so much for being part of the big podcast here. I'll have another little-known story next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern for you. We'll talk then. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.